What's occurring, bud? What's occurring? Presented by Zwift. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I am currently in a hotel room with Ethan Hater. Got a tour de Provence starting tomorrow. So first race of the season. So all guns blazing. How are you, mate? Yeah, all good. I got back from LA a couple of days ago. Um, no, yesterday. Uh, big, sorry, there's a big crash in the Winter Olympics. Carry on. What are you watching? Uh, it's the woman's, I don't know what it's called. Four of them go down on snowboards and it's jumps and stuff. And it's just a race from top to bottom. One of them just ah. stacked it. Yeah, she's all, she's all right. Got a, she was a big medal help apparently, wasn't she? But she was out, went out in the quarters or something. Mega in it to watch like all the all stuff you never like I'd never watch this but just because the Winter Olympics you leave it on and you watch I was watching the curling earlier Mega oh I love a bit of curling I love it I think it's one of the best after the last ones um, four years ago I uh, googled where I could go curling the closest <laughs> place was somewhere in Scotland <laughs> I was keen Me. I want to go curling it looks mega ah for sure there's ice rinks that do it I know some of the some of the ice hockey teams that have the markings on the ice of the ice hockey markings and the curling license. Maybe we'll do it in the off season, mate. Curling. You have to pull a few strings in because they don't, they don't publicize that. Oh yeah. All right. Leave with Sweep. me. Sweep. Sweep. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Wouldn't it? Oh, love it. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. You just got back from LA. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just watching, I'm watching the snowboarding one, the half pipe. That's nuts. Well, sorry, anyways. before we move on to LA, Winter Olympics. So the NHL, ice hockey, like I was buzzing for the ice hockey. It's always like, you know, it, it, it like in some sports it's massive and some sports it's not. And in ice hockey, it's pretty up there, you know. Yeah. And uh, the NHL banned all its players from going to the Winter Olympics because if there was COVID and lockdown, they wouldn't be able to get back for the regular season and postseason. So um, there's no NHL players, which is, it's like in cycling terms saying no pro tour riders are allowed to race. So it's, that's yeah. a bit gut, That's a bit gutted. How many, um, how, oh, uh, yeah. Well, just thinking, how many players would that be? A lot. I mean, America, Canada, every player on their roster would be NHL. Yeah. And then, you know, the top guys in, yeah, a lot of Swedes, um, a lot of Russians. So, yeah, all, all the all the best players, like none of them are there. Like all, all the best players are in NHL. So, um, yeah, a bit of a shitter, really. Yeah. Still well, good GB to watch. a chance then. The old Devils, the Devils allowed to play. GB aren't in it, mate. Didn't make the cup. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. Yeah, I think they, yeah, I don't know how far off they were, but yeah, they're not in it, unfortunately. Yeah. I saw a bit of it the other day. I'm still like, my problem with ice hockey is I can never see what the puck. I'm like, where? <laughs> I just look where they're all skating to, and then you're like, oh, there it is. And then, oh, it's a goal. Absolutely yeah, it's no quick, idea. isn't it? I think the more you watch it, the more you you kind of learn where it's going to go and where it's going like, to bounce and stuff. So sometimes, yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean, though. It is hard to follow sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, right. Gee, you just got back from LA. Yeah, definitely no Winter Olympics there. Well, you know, you, you can watch it, but lovely and warm it was. Can't complain. Um, plus 20 degrees most of the time. Um, so, yeah, it was 
had a real good, decent block there. Absolutely nailed now. I need an easy week to just uh, get over the jet lag and just recover from the training because I was doing a lot of training. And then, you know, if you're training super hard, you need to recover just as hard, don't you? As mm. Shane Sutton always used to say, you can't overtrain, but you can underrest. And yeah, basically, I did underrest for that month, really. And uh, it all caught up with me at the end, but real good block. Um, needed it because my winter certainly hasn't been uh, the usual. I had a real long layoff off season anyway, um, you know, with the delay in my shoulder up. So that was an extra three weeks. I had about seven weeks off in the off season, which was, yeah. Solid, solid. Yeah. And then, which was okay, you know, kind of got going again, went to the training camp in December. Um, was going all right there, considering, you know, it was solid. It was just, you know, it was a few efforts and stuff. And generally, I kind of wouldn't even bother in December. I'd just be getting the hours in, burn the fat. Um, but I just got stuck into the camp, did the efforts, did a few th- things. And, um, yeah, I was feeling all right by the end of it. But then, obviously, caught the old cron, old Omicron over Christmas. So, was, uh yeah isolating for I think it was it seven or eight days in the end no oh, I don't know what it was but basically had um, close to 10 days off the bike and then um, a couple of easy like oh, 20 minutes half an hour on the turbo and then out to LA so uh, five weeks in total probably where I haven't done the usual uh, winter training you know, it was close to hundred odd, hundred odd hours. So, you know, a lot of base miles to build up, but here's what you it t- is. At least you got COVID post Christmas, though. You got it on twenty seventh, didn't you? Uh, a bit before Boxing Day. Oh, but, oh. but yeah. Well, at least at least you bank Christmas. Every cloud yeah. and all that. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like I didn't have a well. I had a very short Christmas because we didn't get back from Mallorca till the twenty first, did we? No, then, no, no. Yeah, three or four days of Christmas and then isolation. But, you know, when you see everyone now, like in our team, like every week there's a couple, would you hear about getting the old cron? So, so yeah, just got here to Provence and, you know, we've had, I think we got four or five cases within the whole team. It's like, oh, you know, from 30 guys, five cases. It's just everywhere, isn't it? We yeah. kind of, we can't, it's hard to think how you'd, get a team through a grand tour if we just employ these rules how can you go three weeks without having two cases in the team it's, it's everywhere isn't it yeah I think it's uh, hopefully it'll settle down by then but it is just rife isn't it it's just a matter of time before people get it <laughs> we've, been, we've been saying that for two years mate I'll settle down <laughs> next month we'll be alright yeah true Oh, but like from what they're all saying oh you know sounds like I know what I'm talking about now but it's more here he goes less uh, Professor Thomas go on yeah, well, this is the most infectious strain in it, but less, um, less. You're not as sick with it. Severe, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, who knows what's going to happen? But um, at least I've had it over Christmas, so I should be fine. You know, triple jab, then add it in Christmas. So I'll, I'll go around licking door handles now, mate. <laughs> you're invincible, mate. I've, I mean, yeah, I had it over a year ago, so I'm I'm back on my hit list. I am. Yeah. Just around the corner for me. But um, so what, when are you racing next? Do you know? Do you know your program? Algarve. So I do Algarve next week. So 
Sweet. Nice sort of easy week now. To it's kind of strange because, um, you know, obviously Tim Carrison's been my coach since 2012. Well, since yeah, yeah the start of 2013 season. Um, so I'm used to sort of, and even before Tim, you know, kind of my kind of philosophy was you you get back from training and if you're not starving or just knackered, you haven't really trained. Um, <laughs> And it's a bit different now with with Connor, my new coach. You know, he's he's into his, you know, being super fresh for effort, so you get more out of them than most out of them. Um, and before races, like really sort of backing off, and afterwards, like good three days after to freshen up, and so it's a totally, it's quite challenging for me, really, like that, like a completely different approach. Like it feels like I'm under. I'm like, I've missed 100 odd hours, as I've said, yet I feel like I'm doing less, which is kind of weird. So it's getting my head around that. Welcome to my world, brother. It's great. <laughs> Freshness, eh? I can see it like glistening in your eyes. You look young again. <laughs> oh, it's strange. It obviously, it, it obviously makes sense because the way racing's going now, it's a lot more punchy and it? it's a lot more aggressive and... Um, and the type of racing I'm going to be doing, I need a bit more punch anyway. Just get back that that's little. Obviously, coming from the track, I had a bit more of a punch and a bit more speed and grunt. So I was just trying to get that back. And I think just changing. Um, I've trained the same way for the last well, at least five six years. I think by doing something different, you know, keeps the body guessing almost, doesn't it? And I think yeah. I'll just adapt quicker like with a change of stimulus almost. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But uh, Hit some cobbles then? Uh, not at the moment, but, you know. I, I ask you that every pod, don't I? I'm just trying to twist your arm. <laughs> well, who knows with the old cron? There might only be eight riders able to race anyway, so I'm we'll going to have to do it. <laughs> and uh, speaking of riders, I'll probably touch on Egan as well, shouldn't we? That's... Um... God, I had a hell of a whack. I mean, well, there's not a lot to say, is it, other than, you know, hope he has a speedy recovery and hope he can be back on the bike, you know, if not this season, then next season. But, yeah, he's had a hell of a whack there, hasn't he? Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, like, being out in um, in LA was kind of good in a way that I just totally was switched off from the cycling world and people back in Europe. But then obviously Egan's in Colombia and, you know, that's news that unless you're living in a cave, you're not going to know about, you're going to yeah. know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's super scary. You know, I, I, I don't know exactly what happened and all this and that, but just spoke to Steve Cummins, DS who was over there with him. And yeah, just, he sounds lucky to be alive, let alone, you know, and walking, let alone like, you know, yeah, I think yeah. it was. I think it was one of them where it's like if there was a fracture there instead of there, you know, it was a couple of centimeters, millimeters. It would be paralyzed. Like he spoke, he's spoken about that, and I think it's just like a lot of bad breaks. But we always with these things, it, you know, it could be worse. So I think uh, just a shout out to Egan really, and he's got a, he's got a long road back. Like he's you know, so many different breaks and injuries and punctured lungs, and the list goes on, doesn't it? But um, yeah, just shout out to him. Get well soon, yeah. buddy. Yeah, definitely. And he's still young and he's, you know, able to recover well, I think. And uh, yeah, just get back on the bike. You know, no rush though, is there? You know, we saw with Froomey, like, 
Oh, he had an unbelievable accident as well. And he was lucky to ride a bike again as well. Um, I think the, bad, the the one thing with Froome though, because he's so competitive and like driven, and he starts to, he still talks about five uh, tours and stuff. I think people forget how bad his injuries were. Yeah. No one like he's he's lucky just to be racing again, let alone. I mean, people criticize, they're, you know, they're always quick to criticize, aren't they? And, you know, it's quite well known, you know, his salary and, you know, across the internet, you know, five million a year for five years. That was quite, you know, big news. And people, you know, I think people just get jealous as well, don't they? Seeing him, you know, let's be honest, not live up to a rider who's paid five million, but he's still on that road back and he's still up against it. And people are just, yeah, it's the way of the world, isn't it? Dickheads out there quick to criticise. I think you've got to, yeah, roll back the clocks and, like you say, remember how bad that shunt actually was. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, same with Egan. Just get healthy, fit again. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see him back. Well, whenever, but, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see him back riding the bike anyway. Yeah, he's a little pit bull. He'll be all right. Um, yeah. Go back to else? winter then, mate. Hit me. How was your winter then? How, how, for just people back home, what do you do? What's your mindset? So, my winter was mega. I, um, so for me, it was just a case of after last year, I missed a lot of, um, I just missed a lot of training, a lot of hours, got sick a lot. Um, the teams looked into it. I think there was something in it with COVID. Um, you know, I had COVID pretty bad. Um, and I think it did affect me throughout the year, even though you kind of just say, ah, I'm all right, I'm all right. You know, breathing was off a few bits and bobs. So I missed a lot last year. So for me, it was just about being week in, week out consistent, not doing a, you know, 25, 30 hour week and then the next week being ill or 20 hours week in, week out for, we kind of set like a 12, 13 week plan. And that was from when we started until now, the first race. And we just said, right, just try and have consistency for 13 weeks, an average 20 hours a week over, over the 13 weeks. So I did, yeah, kind of nailed it. I haven't been sick, ill, injured, crashes, touch wood, anything. There's been no setbacks. I did a bit less one week over Christmas. I did like 15 hours that week, but every other week has been, yeah, that's actually probably about 15 hours more than I do every year over previous (laughs) Christmases. So, uh, yeah, no, it's been, um, it's been good. feel a good place. So just hopefully, you know, training's gone well. So hopefully now step into racing and, and when we got, um, it's quite exciting the team like dynamic now because we got we got some sprinters in the team we got Viviani and obviously Ethan can sprint as well so like going into a race like this Provence we got you know stage one time trial she got Ghana stage two pan flat sprint we got Viviani stage three rolling but should be a sprint if Viviani's there great if not you got Ethan and the fourth stage mountain to top you got Carapaz so it's we no longer have them flat transition days where it's just a case of look yeah. after the GC guy and you're almost doing a half-hearted lead out, feeling a bit stupid um, until like 3K to go for the GC guy. Now we can get stuck into a proper lead out with Elia and try and nail that. So it's, I quite like that dynamic. You're not just going into a day looking after a GC guy on a flat day. Bit, not, not aimless, but it gives more of a, you know, each day you've got something to really go for, like stage two. Yeah, all in. Try and win it with Viviani. Nail a sprint. 
nail a lead out. So, um, yeah. Because yeah, we, we said that as well, didn't we, to, to Dave and Rod a few years ago, like for the young guys as well. Like, remember when we were kids, like we were always every stage, you're going into it and trying to win with someone. Yeah. And I think you can learn so much as well, like especially from, because I noticed it when I did the Giro, um, whenever it was now, a couple of years ago, um, or you do other races outside of the main tour nucleus, yeah. so to speak. And yeah, not everyone gets how you ride as a bubble ride as a team, you know, in wind in finals and stuff, making space for each other, all this type of thing. Um, and that's what like doing lead outs you learn, isn't it? And you just like, especially now when you've got a good sprinter who can actually win, um, you know, he can take charge and let you know what to do. And yeah, just as a young rider, you're thinking every stage, right. How are we going to win? What are we going to do? You know, this corner, that corner wind, Whereas when it's just getting to the finish, it's totally different mentality. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, and especially a guy like Aliyah, he's 33, he's won, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 races. He comes with that. 33? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Comes oh. with that, yeah. Old bastard. Comes with that experience. Um, but we, yeah, like you say, we've been almost begging Rod and Dave, haven't we, over the years? Like, let's get a, let's get a sprinter, let's get a sprinter. And finally we got, we've had sprinters. And like Ethan can win in his own right. He's more of like a hard man, hard day sprinter anywhere. Ali is a, a, an all-out sprinter. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be an exciting year with him. Hopefully, you know, actually last year he still won five, six races. So it's not like he, you know, he just, it seems like he didn't win much, but towards the back end of the year, he was winning quite a few races. He had a second and a third last week in Valencia. So I think, uh, yeah, hopefully he can roll back the clock a few years and start banking him. Yeah, I heard a bit of wind though. Is it? It's yeah, windy yeah. in that stage too. There. Why you don't miss a beat, do you? Um, that's, that's only because Steve texted me because of all the guys that are falling by the wayside. He messaged me earlier. Said, "Oh, do you want to come to Provence?" <laughs> oh, mate, you should have. It's only, it's only two hours down the road. Get involved. Uh, I got a GTCC Garantama Cycling Club Swift ride, mate. This evening can't miss that. Oh, commitment, good lad, good yeah. lad. Yeah, stage two, I think, is like 40k an hour wins, gust of 60. So I'm talking about this sprint lead outs, but it's going to be 10 echelons. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. You'll all be there, mate. You'll all be there. Yeah, fucking right. We'll be there. <laughs> yeah, my so, winter was quite a bit different then. Yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. I had consistency and you had everything but. Yeah. Well, you were going in, in training camp. You were yeah, attacking I... the group and everything at like piss stops. You were gone. Do you know what, mate? Rock actually said, like, Luke, calm down. Because, like, it gets, like, the last hour of the just a normal ride. And I just, just, just attack, you know, like, first few days, just attack and try and get a bit, try and get a bit of a race going. Like, right, boys, race to Alcudia. And there were a lot of guys, no, 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 it's December, relax. And then more and more guys got into it. And then I was getting back nailed. Like, every day I'd race the last at least 20 minutes or 15 minutes. We'd just be fucking hitting each other. Rock with a mate, you're doing too much intensity. You're racing the final every day. <laughs> racing the final. And uh, then the next day, I'd be like, right, okay, just chill out, just do the ride. And then I'd get an hour from home and I'd be like, oh, fuck it. And <laughs> <laughs> just launch one. But uh, yeah, that's, that's part of training camp. Yeah, expecting big things, mate. Expecting big things. Oh, no. That's my best. Up on two, you're the man. Provence. Well, your race, mate. 
Well, I was quite scared about that, obviously, because, you know, I haven't got the best track record on Bond 2. Last time I was there, I pretty much walked up the thing. And uh, it's not in this year. It's a different climb. Oh, it's not? Oh, really? Yeah, I asked them to take it out and they they obliged. Yeah, anything to get the hitters there. Yeah, well, if you want big names like myself on the start line, you know, I've got to have a bit of an input, don't I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, looking forward to watching that. Uh, yeah, it, it's still a, it's still a beast of a climb. It's like fifteen k, seven percent or something. It's still a beast, but it's just not fun too. Fifteen k, seven percent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bastard. So yeah, happy days. Um, yeah, tune in for stage two. I think that'd be the most exciting. Hang on, I've just had a WhatsApp. I've got my <laughs> I've got my TT pacing for uh, the prologue tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, my mentality is just go in, try and look cool as fuck. So we've got a good picture for Instagram and um, make the time cut. I'm not really a TT specialist. So I've got to do. Mate, whoever's giving you that has uh, got too much time on their hands. That's a waste of. <laughs> uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. What what you got to do? No, it's definitely, it's definitely a uh, waste of time. He should have invested his time in someone else. Uh, I got to do. Hang on. 412 watts for the first 21 seconds, 386 <laughs> for the next four minutes and four seconds, and then 427 for the next four minutes, 17. Oh. So they know exactly what time you're going to do then? I'm going to do, hang on, eight minutes, 41, average 48.97 kilometers an hour with an average power of 407 and normalized 416. <laughs> All right, well, tune in next week and see what Luke actually did. Mate, you want to see this? What was your average power for the thing? 407. <laughs> oh, not a chance, mate. Well, no, with all, all due respect. Like, but eight minutes 40. That's easy. Come on, mate. Right, mm. I'm, go- I'm going deep tomorrow just to prove you wrong. All right, if you go more than that. Go um, on, yeah, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening, I like a bet, yeah. I don't know what I'll do, but what, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, all the listeners send me a challenge but that, that's not going to happen mate ride up, you, cold, like... ride up cold airs naked <laughs> uh, no I'm not doing that so I, that reminds me I've got a bet on right um, so I'm out with Caleb Ewan a couple of weeks ago and he's like confident I don't want to use the word arrogant because that's like derogatory term but he, like he's, he's a good mate but he's like a typical confident sprinter and he goes mate I'm going to win 20 races this year. I said, bloody hell, Caleb. That's like, it's a lot of races that, mate. How many did you win last year? And it was like seven or something. I said, well, it's quite a lot more. I said, I bet you won't. He said, all right, I'll bet you will. So he said, what? I said, so if you do it, um, no, if, if you don't do it, you take me and my wife out to dinner in, uh, in a mega restaurant. He's like, yeah, sound. And I said, what if, uh, what if you do do it? And he says, you got to ride up cold airs naked. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the bet. So, <laughs> if Caleb wins twenty races this year, he's won one so far. Um, yeah, I'll be riding up cold as naked. Mm. But I'm, I've got a tactic. I'm either going to go really early or really late. Like ride there, and then just strip off at the bottom and just go as hard as I can. And um, yeah, that's my tactic. Yeah, you'll have to, mate. Otherwise, you'll be in uh, a nice prison cell as well. Yeah, I thought about that, but I know there's like quite, if the police car comes behind, there's quite a few like cutoffs to the right. 
with like little twisty descents. So I reckon I can out descend a police car. Yeah, you'd just do a bouncer, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I'd just and go back down the descent. You'd get a few seconds there and then, yeah. Yeah, turn and around. Right somewhere. Wait till the road narrows, then turn around. Imagine chasing me out the saddle, balls hanging down like. <laughs> uh, quality. I'm, I'm yeah. going to be leading out, leading out Caleb come October. Do you know what? Last stage of Saudi. Like, I'd never begrudge him a win. I want him to be successful, I want him to win. So it's all a bit tongue in cheek, but he punctured in the last stage of Saudi with 2K, <laughs> with, with 2K to go. And he was looking mega. And part of me was like, oh shit. And then part of me thought, oh. That's one step closer to a meal, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quality. Well, yeah, if you average more than 400 and whatever, seven. Yeah. I'll just take it off for a meal and vice versa. That's an easier one. All right. Done. Done. Sound, oh, mate. Yeah. All right. I'm off to bed. Going to do, <laughs> do some stretching now. Uh, all right. See you next all week. Right. All right. See you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.